Hey, beautiful. How are you? Welcome back to Simple Beauty, the podcast. I know you missed me. Mm-hmm. I missed y'all too. Don't be writing me in my DMs talking about some child. Where's my episode? Listen, I be out here trying to make sure that my content is good. I just don't want to be putting stuff in the cyberspace and it don't be good or good enough. You know, I don't want to rush it. We in here exploring, examining, enlightening ourselves on the ever-changing evolution of beauty. And I want to be accurate because we don't sit here and talk about makeup, child. We try to make ourselves over from the inside. So I just want to make sure that I'm exploring all manners of things before I put out an episode. With that being said, we had a great time over there on Instagram and Facebook Live this week for Simple Beauty the Podcast Live down to the Wednesday nights at 7 p.m. It was so good. We talked about the Matt Gala 2019, all the fashion hits, misses, and honorable mentions. And I had a good time. I had a good time. I'm so grateful because this week is Mother's Day week, and I didn't know that was a thing. Did y'all know that? That it was called Mother's Day week, baby. Listen, they try to make up things to get your money all week, but the part is, is that Mother's Day is on Sunday. Get excited. We all came through a mother. I said, get excited, that part. So I had a little idea to just do a motherhood episode. I hope you like it. I hope you enjoy it. I enjoy recording it. It's very cute. It's very honest. Just a little tidbit and just a little advice. So get ready for some tomfoolery, some truth, some theories, some tea, some tricks, and some trickers, babe. This one's going to be good. Stay tuned. Alrighty, so I am so excited because this week's episode on Simple Beauty, the podcast, is all about motherhood. And I thought that since I had four kids and I take care of them to the best of my ability, that I could give you a little bit of advice that I have gotten from people and a little bit of advice that I just have for myself. I'm no expert. I'm at I'm just like everybody else out here doing the best I can with what I have and the the cars God has dealt me and I'm just doing the work. And inevitably, if you are doing the work as a mother, you have done just what you are supposed to do. Happy Mother's Day, y'all. If you are a mother, I want to say happy Mother's Day to you from Simple Beauty, the podcast. If you are not a mother, I'm pretty sure that someone looks at you like your mom. I'm pretty sure that somebody stretches towards you for some type of mentee-mentor relationship. There's moms everywhere. Um, I want to send out condolences to people who have lost their mom. We don't want to overlook the people who had a mom that has transitioned. So I want to say happy Mother's Day to everybody and also make sure that if you don't have your mom on this Mother's Day, just grab onto a sister that you can just adore and appreciate your life whether you are a mom have your mom or not with that being said I thought this would be an awesome opportunity for me to talk a little bit about my motherhood journey because it's important I give my all when it comes to not only being a wife but when it comes to me parenting and I told you on episode zero that I am a mother of four plus I have many God kids, but my 15 year old bonus daughter, I have an eight year old wisdom. I have a soon to be three year old honor. And I also have a soon to be two year old in less than a month now who will be two that's chosen. And I'm just grateful and excited because if you don't know motherhood and parenting is a scam. Yep. Just the way I said it. It's a scam, sis. Sis, 
You're barking up a tree that is insurmountable. It is such a work. However, I would not change it for the world. And most women say that when you hear them, but they don't tell you their horror stories about birth. So since I have three separate stories, I thought I would give you one. My third son, I had him in a car. Actually, I had him in my white car that I still own to this day. And it holds such sentimental value because my husband delivered our one-year-old. He'll be two in June, but our one-year-old now he delivered my baby at uh, about 8.01 in the morning on the side of the road in Washington, D.C. Yes, I will tell you that that was my most pleasurable laboring experience. But the delivery of that baby, I couldn't have told you that my day would have went the way that it went. And it was very early in the morning and I was just leaving home. We hit about two speed bumps and then I felt the baby crown. And then after that, Chosen was pushed out in two pushes. My water broke and it was just a wrap. My husband, literally, since he is in construction, he cut the baby's umbilical cord. The ambulance came and rescued me. And I don't remember much after that, but it was such an experience that I could not recount. And since that was my most dramatic, so you know what, now that I think about it, I think about me having honor was more dramatic than me having chosen. I'm serious because baby, that laboring with my son honor was just the worst. Like, and I promised myself that I wasn't going to the hospital with this next baby Because fun fact, I didn't find out what I was having until I birthed all three of my children. So I did not know I was having sons. And that's just what it is. And each time that I had a child, I had baby showers for my first son, Wisdom, and my second son, Honor. I didn't have a baby shower for Chosen because, like, it was just a lot going on being pregnant, having a one-year-old, and then having a baby shower. Like, I was just so overwhelmed. But fun fact... Honor really turned it. He really turned it. Like, I was walking hallways. I was three centimeters dilated. They wouldn't give me a room. It was so bad. So I promised myself that I wasn't even going through that with Chosen. With that being said, baby, what I'm telling you is that I had that baby on the side of the road. Wisdom, he was cool. You know, it took me almost two days to get him out. But I got an epidural and I got through it. But those last two, it was just like a child, my uterus, Father God. I don't want to talk about it no more. With that being said, I just want to get into some of the banter that I came up with just to give a little piece of advice because I am the mother. Oh, make make no mistake about it. You see me down to the Instagrams preparing not only meals, but I cook all day when I cook. And I'm talking about breakfast, lunch, and dinner, snacks. I heat up desserts. I make sure that bread is warm. I make sure that needs are met. And I am, I am truly honored to be a mother, but I'm telling y'all, it is the scam of all scams. It is a Houdini moment if you don't go into it thinking that, because just when you think that you are mother and you got it all under control, those kids will do a doozy on you. With that being said, I just want to make sure if you don't have kids, you know what you're getting yourself into. And what you don't know is that exactly what you're getting yourself into is not what you think you're getting yourself into. Baby, every time I turn around, 
someone asks me how my kids are doing and I say they are doing wonderful, but then they never ask me how I'm doing. And then I will tell them that it is a scam. With that being said, I want to get into my first piece of advice. I want to give this advice to a new mom. If you are a new mom, this is my advice for you. Do not doubt yourself. Do not doubt your spirit. Do not doubt your intuition. It will always, it will always be the right way to go. When you have those nights when your baby is just crying and your baby is just unsettled, you will know exactly what to do. If you just hang on to your spirit and tap into your intuition and go with what feels right, it will be right. That baby, you have everything that that baby needs. You have everything that that baby desires. And I really think that we are just the ultimate being. So get with it. Get used to it. I have advice. You know what? This one is good. Let me say, my mother used, when I grew up, this is some advice that I got from my mother that all them girls not your friends. And it never really resonated to me until I got 27, 28, 29. And I'm like, oh, God, mom, them girls really wasn't my friends. So if you are a young mother or if you are a young girl listening to this and your mother told you, oh, them girls not your friends, they probably weren't. And most times we look at our parents and we try to say, well, I just think you're overdoing it. You're overreacting. You're doing too much. You are being unreasonable with the words that you're saying or how you think I'm supposed to rear my life. Most of your parents' advice was absolutely truthful. Those girls are not your friends. And you may be one of those girls that are not the other girl's friends. Never discount that because, you know, I'm just saying. With that being said, let's move on. A mothering advice that I will have as a wife. Oh, God. Okay. When it comes to your kids, make sure that you and that father or you and that mother, have it go. Listen, because it's 2019. I'm not discounting anybody's anything. So, child, when you are a wife or you are in a close, listen, make sure that you and that father, you and that mother, y'all got to be on the same accord. It's Mother's Day. Let's just go ahead and be very honest and be very candid about it. If those kids see any type of separation, if they see any type of disagreement upon you two, they will take that, they will run, they will manipulate, and they will work it. Baby, as a mother, you better know that you and said spouse need to be on one accord. Let's move on. Some bad mothering advice that I feel like I got, not from my mom, but like I, I get all the time, is that you need to beat that child behind. Most times your kids don't need to be in. Most times you need to stop and think because what I realize when I ever get to the point where I know I'm about to give a popation, when I know that my hand is about to raise and give off the most fiery stingation that I can find shut up in my bones because some one of my three kids have played in the face. When I feel like that, I always take a step back and say, why am I about to hit this child? And most times, whenever I feel like my kids need to be reprimanded as it pertains to me putting my hands on them or taking, you know, said thing and launching it at them, let's just be real. Let's be real. Those kids will try your nerves. I always just take a step back and I never hit them with this in the same moment that I feel like they need a spanking. I always think about when I'm a spank. More advice, right? As a mentor or mentee, 
advice that I would give to a woman who is a mentor to some younger woman or guy. Basically, make time for your mentee to seek advice from you and be as open as you can with your transgressions or your triumphs when it comes to said advice. Because what I've noticed and what has helped me the most as it pertains to growing and identifying myself as a mentee and a mentor, the more transparent I am, the better off they can make a sound decision for themselves. And the more transparent that my mentors were with me, had me make drastic decisions that I believe has placed me on a better stretch of living because I had them to be as transparent as they were. So that's my advice from a mentor to a mentee. And then as a mentor, I really still need to always take this advice. Just try to make time to listen, make time to convene, make time to make sure that they feel heard by the person that they say they are looking up to as a mentee or a mother, you know, or as a motherly figure to them. Just make sure you're making time. And it does not have to always be physical time, but you just having a listening ear and providing that transparent sound advice, I think that would be really good. All right, what type of advice do I have for mothers who actually are trying to find themselves. The type of advice that I have for you is to make sure that that is a goal for you, to make sure that you find time for yourself. And no matter how much time it is, it just has to be time for you. Because the one goal that I wanted to have when I found out that I was pregnant with my eight-year-old son, Wisdom, is that I never wanted to lose myself in parenting him. I wanted to always make sure that Miss August was still Miss August. I didn't want to look at my child and try to vicariously live through him. And now that I have three and I see all of this charisma, all of this talent, all of this uniqueness, all of this awesomeness, I just want to make sure that I am awesomely me. So that way I can always continue to just cultivate them to be the best versions of themselves. I don't want to live through my kids. I never desired to do that. You are enough. You are enough. And when you feel like your back is against the wall, when you feel like you are at wit's end, you need to figure out how you can find your center. How I find my center is that I put on worship music or I open my mouth and I just begin to worship. Because I told y'all at the beginning of this episode, parenting is a scam. Motherhood is the greatest scam of all times because you are out of control of yourself. What manner of man to obey your body and say that I'm going to bring forth life? Or even if you're not a mom and someone looks at you and calls you mom. It is one of the most rewarding things ever. That's because they look at you and they find some type of beautiful nurturing spirit. And so a lot of people always, I feel like, judge me on 
the motherhood stint because I'm a glamorous mom. I take pride in how I look. I take pride on how I present myself. And it's not purposeful. It's just a steady practice that I have been doing since doing it, been doing it. Since I was able to dress myself, since I was able to take care of me, my heart, and all my parts, I've always made sure I was the best version of myself displayed. And I get a lot of flack for it because, you know, it's a lot to take in. But it's all right. I feel good about the type of woman and the type of mother that I am, the type of mother that God created me to be, and also the type of mother that I know that I am going to continue to be because I'm still evolving, becoming, and just growing, not only as a woman, but as a mother. And I don't look at myself and try to, you know, be so hard on myself. I always give myself leeway because the reality is no matter what I think I know or how long I think I've been doing this, you just never know how life is going to fare you. So being a mother and being super sensitive to myself and making sure that I'm not beating myself up over things that I can't control or make sure that I am not overly thinking what I should look like or what I should be like as it pertains to motherhood is just one of the things that I try to maintain. I'm not trying to be like the next mother. I'm only trying to be like myself. I'm going to show up to the parties with cardigans and cute little jumpers on because that's all I have. That's all I purchased. And I had to grow out of being felt like, you know, I'm the oddball out because I just want to be glamour girl. But that's all I have. Yeah, I have Nike sweatsuits, but I wasn't feeling like that. I had a rough night, so I wanted to make sure that my clothes didn't make didn't look like how I felt, that part. So I'm just that type of mother, and I don't put pressure on myself to be anything else. I don't put pressure on myself to look like the status quo soccer mom. I don't put pressure on myself to try to look like I'm just the, the all-in-all type of mother because I sweat under these wigs. I, I, I don't sleep. I go through the rough parts of life, but I don't let it defeat me. I don't look at other people and say that I wish I could be this type of mom because I can only be me. And so my greatest advice to anybody that's stepping into motherhood or that is stepping into any stretch of realization as it pertains to you growing and evolving in a motherly space, that you are enough with what you have with what you know and never feel so good about it that you don't feel like you can grow from things. And then you don't realize when you are the child and you're looking at your mother or you're looking at your father and you're expecting all of these things from them, you still don't realize that they are a growing, evolving, awesome adult that has work to do. And for me, once I grew up and started looking at my mom as a mom, a lot of my views and the way that I saw her as a woman changed distinctly. Why? Because I could not imagine being dealt the hand that she was dealt, her playing her cards the way that she played them. And some way, somehow, you still don't, get everything as right as you want or when you're wrong 
you don't get a chance to like express it because, you know, as women, we're taught not to, we're taught to just do the work, do the hard work and suppress it. Or this is how life is supposed to be. And you really don't get those really intimate moments with your parents when you are younger, because they always make a choice for us to say that we weren't ready for this, or they just haven't or didn't do like, I feel like I am as a parent and try to be as transparent as I can with my healthy feelings and with my feelings that I'm not so sure about. And it's not to say that I want to put like all parents in a box because you actually do get the chance to parent your kids exactly like you saw yourself parents. But then again, you get some avenues where you can tweak it, where you feel like you would have liked to see as, you know, as a child. But yeah, I really think that that is one of those practices that I use to go on this motherhood journey. I've had the awesome opportunity to have women who I have just looked up to and marveled upon. And I'm ever so gracious and I'm ever so thankful to know that I see them and I get a chance to do what they did, but do it my way. So I pray that this episode touched you in some type of way. Motherhood is a doozy. Get through it. You know, they always say that the older they get, the better. But I'm telling y'all, I'm not sleeping. So I'm just I'm just taking it one day at a time because that's all I can do. And meeting the people where they are. That's it. That's all I'm doing with them babies. I'm meeting them exactly where they are. So if y'all up jumping at 4 o'clock in the morning watching Trolls, you know what? Me too, sis. <laughs> Me too, stink. That's what we doing. That's what we doing. <laughs> yeah, but I'm grateful and I'm excited. And thank you. So stay tuned for what burns me up, child. Hey, now. So this is the what burns me up motherhood edition now i'm not judgmental i feel like as long as you are doing the best you can with what you have and the resources that you can use i feel like parenting and motherhood is just what it is it is a stretch in life that everybody has to walk in no matter the test trials or the tribulations that may come it's going to be your walk your story so with that being said i'm not into judging parenting or judging mothers but i am into judging their actions why because that's just the type of person i am i have something to say and it's burning me up since summer is upon us my friend i just want to let you know that your child has been walking as long as they've been walking with that being said if you have a four-year-old that child probably has been walking for about three you have a four-year-old and a two-year-old, that means that the two-year-old has probably been walking a year, a little under a year, and the four-year-old just about three. With that being said, when you are in an amusement park, I want you to utilize strollers. I don't care if you don't want to pay for it. I don't care. I don't care if you forgot something. If you don't plan on holding your child when those legs get out, if you don't plan on holding your child when those legs give out, it's going to burn me up. It's going to burn me up. And let me tell you why. I can remember being at a music parks and feeling so bad for the kids. That's walking. That's walking from Looney Tune Land to the front of the park. 
that's walking from Looney Tune land to the front of the park because their legs done gave out. That baby done had them bones for three short years. And for some reason you think as a parent, as a mother, that it's okay for your baby that only been walking three short years. That they have to walk from the Looney Tune land all the way to the car. And it's unfair that you decided to buy an Elmo and win a blow up toy and shoot the guns down and get the biggest animal you can find and you want to love that but you have a problem when your child screams and yells for your attention to pick them up or put them in said stroller lesson you me tell you what burns me up what burns me up are you parents who feel like you're going to come to a music park and not bring a stroller get your kids some respect those bones are fragile you cussing that baby out or dragging that baby through six flags is not going to get that baby anywhere closer than they can be. It's burning me up. And it ain't even summer yet. That part. I want to thank you for joining me on this episode 10 of Simple Beauty the Podcast. I pray that it blessed you. I pray that you got a little advice. You got a little fun. You had a good time. I will see you this time next week. I love you. I like you. I like you, and I want you to know that you can't put makeup on the inside, baby. So we got to do the work. Bye.